Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, we're still early in the new year, but heck, any day of the year is a good day for a positive, realistic, and meaningful personal resolution. So here's a perfect New Year's resolution for you. I vow not to get sick or suffer from pain for all the rest of this year. And on December 31st, 2018, you can make the same resolution for all of 2019. Or better yet, using a legislative term, let's make a continuing resolution. No more sickness, infirmity, or suffering from pain for the rest of your life. And I can hear a lot of you protesting right now. Hey, I'm getting older. At my age, pain and illness are a natural part of aging. The older we are, the sicker we get and the more prone to injury. But my first guest today, Rena Jodhoff, is here to dispute this negative prognosis. And she contends that great health is our birthright. And with a few simple changes, you and I can age vibrantly. And on her website, she reveals a vision of a new world of health where every single one of us is free from sickness and chronic disease. Autoimmune disease only exists in books. That would be a great place for it, wouldn't it? And there is no pain, no suffering, and no lost time, just joyful days of great health. It's a tall order, but Rena Jadav is here to suggest how you can make healthy living possible, at least within your little corner of the world. And she's not just talking theory here, because she has personally overcome two major health crises in her adult life, and Rena Jadav survived both colon cancer at age 35 and, as she says, an even deadlier illness with 25 symptoms at 45, despite not fitting the medical community's survivor profile. That's a good profile to be on, but she didn't make that. <laughs> but the funny, the great thing is she beat uh, both of them by personally taking charge of her health, doing big experiments and making small changes, all of which led her to being the healthiest she has ever been. She's a Harvard MBA and a tech entrepreneur with five startups, also a tech advisor and a savvy investor, and she recently launched New You Virtual Health Boot Camps, along with My Heal Journal, the easiest way to journal your health progress week by week. And she's author of the upcoming book, New You, that we'll talk about later in the program. Hello, Rena Jadav, and it's a dean and honor for us to have you on the program today. Oh, my pleasure, Roy, and what a, what a sweet, kind introduction. Thank you so much for that. Well, wait, let's begin with your remarkable journey to healing. How, how, how are you able to overcome that life-threatening illnesses at age 35 and again at uh, 30, 45? And how in the world were you able to self-diagnose colon cancer when the doctors informed you that you couldn't have it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a survivor, Roy. What can I say? I refuse to die. And I think yeah. everyone out there, and I refuse to be sick. You know, I loved in the intro how you talked about 
the fact that we think as we get older, we're meant to have aches and pains and we're meant to get more tired. I am here to tell you it is not true. This is the healthiest, most energetic, most youthful I've been, and I'm 46, in my entire life. I feel better now than when I did when I was in my 20s. Now, of course, I'm not going to tell you what I ate in my 20s and what I drank in my 20s. <laughs> no, but that. with that said... Uh, of course, we were back the then in our I, 20s. We were invincible, right? <laughs> we thought. Absolutely. And I see that in my daughter now. She's like, I'm invincible, Mom. What are you talking about? Eat your veggies. My body doesn't eat veggies. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's all about listening to your body. That's one of the... Miracle insights I had. I always feel that when something terrible happens, it's a lesson. It's meant to teach you, and you either grow from it or you die. And I was like, I'm not going to die. I'm going to grow from it. My colon cancer diagnosis was very interesting. Um, I had normal bowel movements, and then suddenly my bowel movements went a little weird. Started Mm. to not be able to digest things. Started to get um, hot flashes, like night sweats. And, And then I started to see blood on my stool. What's interesting is, you know, they say don't ever Google, but please Google because I Googled (laughs) and it said colon cancer, colon cancer, colon cancer, colon cancer. So, of course, I marched myself off to my primary care and she's like, don't be ridiculous. You're a skinny Indian who eats vegetables. There's no way you have colon cancer. Go away. (laughs) And, you know. Three weeks later, I sort of went to a different primary care. I was like, no, it just doesn't feel right. I'm telling you, something doesn't, doesn't feel right. And it says colon cancer. I think I have colon cancer. She routed me to a GI doctor. She said, well, I'm not a specialist. Yeah. Go talk to Dr. Shelby. Well, well at least she referred you to another doctor rather than just writing it off. Oh, no, you don't look like someone that should have colon cancer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because colon cancer is meant to be not to be, you know, generalist here, but it's meant yeah. to be an old white man steak-eating person's disease, right? Yeah, it's not right. meant to be <laughs> a skinny, vegetable-eating, vegetarian Indian woman's disease. It's just yeah. in the mid-30s. Like, it's just not meant to be. So yeah. so I walk into Dr. Shelby's office, and, of course, he again goes, no way. He's such a such a sweet man. He just, you know, very patronly said, looks at me and goes, you don't have colon cancer, but you look so worried and so stressed and you're so young. I'm going to do a colonoscopy on you. And so uh, he did a colonoscopy, which, by the way, insurance wouldn't approve, so we added some symptoms. Hopefully no insurance company is listening to this. And lo and behold, he found a polyp, which turned out to be a very, very aggressive cancer. And so we went through a major... Thank the Lord, you know, major surgery. It was found stage one. And um, so I was fortunate that I went back to my normal, like, you know, crazy tech entrepreneur lifestyle, two kids yeah. on the side, and um, continued until two years ago when sort of the proverbial, you know what, hit the you know what, and uh, <laughs> one day I was fine, and the next day I was deathly ill, and it just literally happened overnight. I mean, I woke up, my face was swollen, and mm-hmm. I couldn't recognize, I mean, I literally scared myself in the mirror. My eyes were swollen shut, my my cheeks were double the size. My forehead was sort of weirdly red. And I went to ER and they said, oh, you're having some kind of an allergic reaction. Go away. <laughs> Next day, same deal, Thursday, fourth day. 
about a week of sort of going to doctors, coming back. They said, you know, maybe we should start doing a workup on you. Because uh, at this point, I had taken everything out of my, my system, but nothing was changing. And then it started to morph. So that was symptom one. Then I had, 25, I had 24 more symptoms. It started to get progressively worse. The worst symptom that caught people's attention was the fact that I was covered in hives no matter what I did or ate. Mm. Like if I walked too fast, I would hive out. If I showered, I would hive out. So I had to sit in a cold bath and sponge myself because if I had a shower, I'd just be hived out. Mm. And I started sort of heavy-duty Zyrtex and Benadryls, you know, two Zyrtex in the morning, two in the afternoon, two Benadryls at night. and Nothing seemed to really worked. Like everything just was getting worse. And the biggest symptom was I was losing weight. So I started going. And I've always been like a perfect BMI, which means I didn't have extra padding to lose. <laughs> so that was a bit of a problem. So I started to lose a pound a week. And initially it was like, oh, cool. I've never been this weight before. And then at some point it was like, I don't want to be 100 pounds. I'm five yeah. seven. Wait, I don't want to be 90 pounds. So I got down to 90 pounds. And I basically stopped weighing myself at around 91. It just would scare me, and that wasn't helping me at all psychologically. And doctors basically gave up. They did a bunch of tests for three months, and in February of 2016 said, there's nothing wrong with you clinically. We think you're depressed and anorexic. So you should go and take prednisone to calm down whatever craziness is going on in your body, and you should probably consider antidepressants and therapy. And um, that was when I decided that, no, I was going to take charge of my health. Well, that's great. But uh, you talk about uh, the cornerstone of your healing journey that's worked so well for you. What was that? It wasn't, I guess, uh, painkillers, steroids, or antidepressants. No. And, in fact, one of the biggest decisions I made, and I remember sitting in the bathroom sobbing at about 3 in the morning, going, I just cannot believe this is what my life has come to in just, like, four short months. And I having to make that decision, should I follow the prednisone, which everyone's telling me you have to take prednisone. At this time, I think I've seen like 12, 13 doctors, all specialists. Or if not, then what was I going to do? And it's just a really hard decision to make because doctors have gone through training. They are specialized. They know what they're doing. And to have to take the burden. (laughs) Yeah, right? And so to have to take that burden on yourself is a really tough decision. So I remember sobbing and thinking, but if I take prednisone, how will I know if my body's getting better or worse? Like that was just a thought in my head. How will I know? I won't know. And if I don't know, how can I get better? Like that thought yeah. convinced me that I, I couldn't, I could not put a sort of, I couldn't duct tape my symptoms because no. that's what prednisone is. It's a duct tape your symptoms yeah, because then right. I wouldn't know why my body was screaming. And to me, my body was screaming. And I didn't want to shut it down. So it started from that. And what I then did was I got, I call, my, call it my little PhD. I got a mini PhD, thousands upon thousands of hours. Thank God I've been blessed with a brain that's a sponge. And I can sit for 14, 15 hours and just take it all in. Oh. And I just did that for the next four or five months. I literally read, I went on forums. I read everything. I read every book. I heard every podcast. And I found through healers and without them I would not be alive and they are the ones who said going back to health is very very simple you have come very far away from your true nature of balance you need to get back to balance in the meantime we'll give you some things to help you 
But if you don't get back the balance, which means you need to sleep at 10, I need to sleep at 3, 4 in the morning, wake up at 6, 7, and six hours normal. They're like, if you're not in bed at 10, I can't help you heal. You need to yeah. be in bed at 10. You need to stop snacking all day long. You need to stop yeah. eating sugar. I was a sugarholic. I would snack mm. all day long. I just sat indoors. I never went out in the sun. Mm. You need to get out in the sun. Yeah. So I started to make these really small changes. They Individually, they don't mean much, right? Like, what does it mean yeah. to go sit in the sun for 20 minutes? Like, it doesn't sound like very rocket science or like, like it's going to heal me from my 25 symptoms, but you add them together, and that's the brilliance of the tipping point. Yeah. It's teeny tiny little changes. When they come together, your body heals. So my insight was, is your body is either sick or it's healthy. There's no in-between. Yeah, if true. you're sick, you have symptoms. That means could be migraine, could be a joint pain, <clears throat> could be that you get the flu a lot, or could be cancer, could be diabetes. So many medicines just uh, hide those symptoms and or smooth over those yeah. symptoms, but they don't really address the symptoms or the cause of the, the symptoms. No, you got it. So if you have any symptom other than joy, by the way, feeling angry, irritable, fatigued, depressed, these are symptoms of a sick body. Yeah. You have to get healthy. And, and I've got six magic, I call them magic pills for going from sort of fried to fabulous, as I say. Yeah. And that's, that's the core message that I'm trying to get out there, that getting your health back is inexpensive because we've made yeah. it very expensive. Yeah. Every supplement is expensive. We've made it so expensive to get healthy. Big There's pharma, diet. please tune out <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people making a lot of money yeah. off of really sad sick people and I'm here to tell you you can do it for free you can get your health back for minimal expense I mean there's always some expense yeah. you know but well, it's, it's not going to be alive to yeah. <laughs> well let's talk to all the there skeptics out there what are some of the biggest health myths that are so prevalent in the world today I know you cover a number of those on your website but uh, give us a few of those myths Absolutely. The biggest myth is that as you get older, you naturally get sicker. It is yeah. not true. I just did a beautiful trip uh, in December. We went to Costa Rica, Jamaica, Panama, Bahamas, all of these beautiful countries. We went to the villages. We went and met the natives. We went to the Zimbara village, and we got to meet, you know, 80-year-old, 90-year-old shamans that look like they're 40, 45. Yeah. They are so healthy. And you know that because, you know, they, they, they dress minimally, Roy. So you yeah, these these people no... are the ones we call underprivileged. <laughs> you know, yeah, underdeveloped right. countries and stuff. <laughs> They're not privileged yeah, to have all this there. junk food at McDonald's <laughs> stuffed down their mouth. <laughs> the other bad habits we have. <laughs> We're the privileged ones because we get to buy yeah. a 99 cent burger <laughs> for lunch. <Yeah. laughs> so I have seen people that are 80, 90. We were in Victoria Falls um, hiking, and our mm. guide was telling us about his 101 year old father who was mm. biking to 99. He was like, Oh, my dad is so sad. You know, he just stopped biking around. <laughs> and to me, someone who's 99 and who's biking around and has. Yeah. full faculties and balance and eyesight, 
is remarkable. And I mean, joint pain, he's like, what joint pain? I mean, these are your world problems. We don't have these world problems. So that's the number one biggest myth. You absolutely do not need to get achy, breaky, and fatigued as you get older. Um, There's a great example of tests you can do now, uh, 24andMe, Ubiome, where you can find out if you have certain issues. And if those are the ones that are causing, but I will say this again, you may be getting more, your body may be getting weaker, which means you need to strengthen your body as you get older. That may be true, but sickness you do not accept. You can accept that it's weaker, which means you need to maybe take a nap in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other myth that is a myth is that, um, you're, that we're leading healthy lives. Like I used to think that. That is the biggest myth. We, the mistake we make is that we think that all these little things we're doing are not harming us in a big way. So I, I swear, I honestly thought that I was one of the healthiest people. Everyone around me thought I was one of the healthiest people. So when I got sick, it kind of shook everyone's core belief. How can Rena fall sick? She's so skinny. She runs. She eats a salad. She's so yeah. vegetarian. She doesn't really drink a lot. What I have learned is this. We are living in a toxic soup. So just by breathing and by eating non-organic food and by eating regular whole grain bread, you are full of toxicity. Just by existing today, we have completely filled our bodies with toxicity, which means we have weakened our bodies, which means we have a higher incidence of allergies now. Everyone's reacting to everything, sinus issues. It's rampant. It's because of this. The other mistake we think we make is that the doctor is going to fix everything. I've made that mistake when I got this. I was like, he's going to fix it. She's going to fix it. That's, you know, when I started And then we're not really responsible. It's up to our doctor to heal us. No. Yeah, they're God. They know what they're doing. They will heal me. And so the shock, the literal shock of a doctor not healing me and 17 of them it was heartbreaking. I dealt with it, and I got to the point where I realized what everybody's been saying, which is you own your health, not yeah. your doctor. Amen. Your doctor is, is right? Yeah. Your well, you doctor reveal, is there. You reveal your vision of a new world of health shared by many doctors and healers. What will this new world of health look like, and what will be missing? <laughs> you point out four, three or four yeah. things that will be missing. <laughs> Yeah, well, we certainly will not be following, uh, we will not be taking prednisones and steroids and and meds that make us sicker longer and that give us new diseases. We're going to be missing that. We are going to be missing aches and pains, and we are not going to be spending our days not being able to live a very full life just because we are bound in, in bed. We're not going to have sick days. We're not going to lose a precious life to spending seven days in bed with the worst imaginable flu, <laughs> which I don't know where you are. It's rampant where we are. Uh, we we are absolutely having the worst flu season with a lot of deaths, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I read about that. And we're not going we to have... And an explosion of diabetes and heart disease and having to wash everything we eat and having to take carry a, a little purse full of pills. You know, it's become yeah. so common to see people take out all these pills and shoot themselves with, with insulin. We're not going to have that. We're going to have a world where you live fully 
and then one day you die, you know, the way yeah. the body is meant to die. That's yeah, how we're going to live. No, that's the way we should live. Well, one of the, uh, you talk about a number of small resolutions that can have big positive impact, and one of them you suggest is eating lunch outside in the sun while barefoot, and the temperatures around here in Iowa recently have been high around 10 degrees and low maybe below zero. Is there any wintertime alternatives for those of us in the north who aren't really going to spend uh, for three or four months? We're certainly not going to eat outdoors barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I would probably not recommend that. That might send you to a doctor for a change. Yeah. We we don't want that. We don't want that. No. So these months are tough months. Um, couldn't agree more. I think there are alternatives to getting sun. I, in fact, I urge everyone that's in that zone where you're not getting to experience the beautiful sun, where you're sort of cloaked yeah. in darkness and snow yeah. and gray, you have to figure out an alternative because, you know, in the olden days we would hibernate. We don't yeah. hibernate anymore. We, we are expected to live a full life. And that means your body is expending a lot more than it was expecting to. So you have to recharge your batteries. And there's a number of ways you can recharge your batteries. One of those is taking a vitamin D supplement. I prefer liquids, little drops. These are like $8, $9 bottles. There's a yeah. spray that Dr. Mercola's come out with. I haven't tried it myself, but I've heard good things about it. Oh. So little vitamin D drops, I call them little drops of sunshine. So if you can't get it outside, which is what I recommend, then try to get it as an alternative form. Try to get it in foods. You know, mushrooms have a lot of vitamin D. We, at least in our local produce, we can find um, high vitamin D mushrooms, organic mushrooms. See if you can start doing that daily. Have a daily mushroom dish, you know. Throw it in your salad have it in your lunch. There's so many ways you can make mushrooms to get your additional vitamin D. Well, this That's is one, one I've got to hear. How do, you, how do you take a 20-minute vacation every day? <laughs> it doesn't seem like oh, you can get much done in 20 breath. minutes, but uh, what is that recommendation exactly? So that's my number one. If there's nothing else you take from from our conversation, if there's one little thing that you say, this is the one I'm going to do, it's take a vacation every single day, 365 days a year for the rest of your life. Why? Because one of the reasons we fall sick is our body runs out of batteries. We are in, it weakens everything. It weakens the, the immune system. It, it weakens everything. It just weakens you. So just taking, and I said 20 minutes because I know how crazy this world is. If I said 30, no one would do it. So in 15 is just too little. So we need to do 20 minutes. So in 20 minutes, here's, some examples of how you can take a vacation. The most important thing is get yourself in the mindset of a vacation. So what I typically do with everyone is I say, close your eyes and don't overthink it. Just think of the last vacation where your heart filled with joy. Was it maybe you were walking on beautiful sand holding your loved one's hand? Was it because you were chasing your kids through a forest? Was it you were in Hawaii snorkeling? Whatever it is, just Boom. It takes one second to say, that's my vacation. Now, get in that mode. Think of it. Imagine you're there. You're doing exactly that activity that brought so much joy in your heart. You're on vacation. Now what you're going to do is you're going to put some soft music. So if you love rainforest sounds or birds or ocean, you're going to put that on. And you're going to close your eyes. You're going to, if you're a female, I know men have aversion to candles, but if you're a female, you know, light a candle, 
sit in a bathtub for 20 minutes. So that's one way you can have a mini vacation is schedule a 20-minute bath, a, a salt bath, which will also detox you, so it's a two-for-one. The key is to your be able to turn your mind off from all the problems that are <laughs> redeviling exactly. you that particular day and all the worries exactly. you have about tomorrow. And you shut it down for exactly. 20 minutes a day. And <laughs> makes a Give lot of sense. Give yourself a massage. Yeah. You know, people love, like, think of all the things you do when you go on a vacation. Everybody loves going on massages. There's something called abhyanga, which is giving yourself a massage. I kid you not, it's very funny and ticklish the first time you do it, and then you get addicted to it. You do, you, you buy a nice scented oil, sandalwood, whatever floats your boat, lavender, and you self-massage five minutes, ten minutes before a shower. So you can break your 20-minute vacation into, like, I did a, a bhyanga this morning, I did a five to ten-minute self-massage. You will feel so surprisingly happy. It's bizarre how joyful you feel. It's because we don't get touched anymore. You know, it used to be that we would touch a lot. We don't touch each other anymore. We don't hug as much. And the body no, craves that touch. Sexual harassment so is immediately claimed any time you touch totally somebody yes. of the opposite sex. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And so touching yourself is totally allowed. So self-massage yeah. is another one. One of my other favorites is when you go to lunch, um, I actually order little umbrellas. And oh. when I have my lunch, I'll actually just throw a little umbrella on my glass and pretend. I, so I haven't had alcohol in two years. <laughs> and I'll just, you know, I'll do a little mint and soda water, and I'll pretend I'm having a mojito with my lunch because that's <laughs> what I would do on vacation. Yeah. I would have a little umbrella drink, right? And you see, I'm smiling. Yeah. Like I think of umbrella drinks, and I smile. It just brings a smile to my face, and that's the goal. That's Figure great. You bring back smile. some of those joyful moments from your past, and they really help to cheer up the the current, yes. as long as you don't regret what you don't have from the past. <laughs> yeah, mad about that. Don't you thinking of that. Well, on your website, you inform that. us that transformation to a disease-free life has already begun, and you encourage us to join in. Uh, where can the listeners go to join your movement, and uh, what are some of the resources you offer on your uh, your website? First, give us that address that we should go to. Absolutely. So one of the ways that I want to help every single person claim their birthright to help is by doing a virtual boot camp. It's 14 days, and it is absolutely affordable to everyone. The URL is new you, but it's spelled N-E-W-Y-O-O-U. So instead of a Y-O-U, it's a double O. So it's newyou.com because I'm convinced that when you take the pledge of help, you will become a new you. You will not recognize and you will wonder why you wasted so many years feeling sick and fatigued and tired when such a beautiful, joyful, healthy life was just a few changes away. So I urge everyone to please check out newyou.com. We have uh, four upcoming boot camps. Each boot camp is with a world-leading healer. These are MDs, but these are MDs who are healers. They truly want you to get better. So the first one is a gut boot camp. It launches February 1st. It's with Dr. Eric, who also is trained in Ayurveda. He's a Stanford Dartmouth MD, hugely well-known. It's a 14-day boot camp to get your gut in order because the gut is actually the beginning of all disease. Well, let's not talk too much about those because by the time this goes on, those February boot camps will already be uh, (laughs) in place. Oh, okay. Let's talk about You have a couple coming up for March, I know. But, uh, sure. Actually, they're all going to be in March, so I'll take the dates out so I can just 
you can just take the dates out if you want. Yeah. Um, so the boot camps are ongoing boot camps. We do calls every month with the doctors. And it is a 14-day boot camp, so anybody can do it. They come with three live calls. So you actually get to talk to the doctor in a live call with the group. They also give you a full lifestyle redesign. We have one to heal your gut, one to heal your heart, get your heart healthy, one to beat cancer and prevent cancer, which is very important, and one to get your hormones in order. Those are kind of the four main areas that we find people suffer from in terms of the underlying cause of all the symptoms. So we feel like if you do these boot camps, they're just $49.50 each. They're $99 for two, so it's like oh. it's $99 for you, but bring a friend free. And like I said, they're literally at, um, they're basically being given away. I mean, we're not charging. We're, we're giving this because we believe that everyone should have the right to get healthy, and we don't want these to be expensive and to make it impossible for someone oh, to get healthy. Great. Well, you most recently authored and released uh, My Heal Journal. Uh, uh, Tell us a little bit bit about what that is. It's really not, uh, I wouldn't call it a book so much as a kind of a journal that people write in themselves. uh, What is that? Absolutely. So one of the biggest secrets of my getting my health back was actually My Heal Journal. So what you will find that when you have symptoms and you're trying to get better is you need a way to track. You need a way to figure out how do I feel today? What worked? What didn't work? My Heal Journal was created by me because I looked for a journal and I couldn't find one. I tried a bunch of journals. They were too complex, too boring, too cumbersome. There was nothing that was simple, fun, inspirational, and that had gratitude in it. So I created My Heal Journal. It's a really small writing journal. And it's proven, journaling is scientifically proven, hundreds and hundreds of studies. It's really quick because we, I created it as a weekly summary. So you're not writing big, long sentences. It's a weekly, which means you're writing bullets. It's a yeah. tracker, so you get to track your mood. You get to track your meds, your changes. And the most important thing is you actually get to write one word of gratitude every single day. It's so crucial to have something in a record when you're undergoing a a healing regimen or something like that. So you're keeping track of what you're doing each week and, you know, you know when you're getting behind and you know what, where you stand on it. And I I know you offer two versions, a color version and a black and white version of that book or that healing journal. (laughs) Yes, because same thing, I'm very mindful of the cost. And unfortunately, when you make something full color, on Amazon, it costs 20 bucks, And so <laughs> yeah. we were selling it at cost. You know, they both are being sold at cost. Yeah. So we figured that the black and white was 10 bucks. It's nine ninety five, yeah. And the front is still color. The cover is still color. Just yeah. the inside is black and white. And every single week we also have very inspiring quotes to keep you on track. My Heal Journal comes with a community as well because we want to support you. So it's not just a journal. Roy, it also is a support community to help you get your health back. Oh, that's great. And I know you have and an upcoming book called New You. When can people expect to see that, and what will that book be about? So New You is the distillation of everything I've learned in partnership with the healers that healed me, that are healing the world, to help everyone out there get their health back affordably and quickly. And this book should be out in about, um, actually, by end of summer. We've got oh, a release date around end of summer. 
I'm, so I'm they really can keep, excited about. keep track of that on your website. What's what's the website they should, should go to to keep track of that? So that's the new you.com. When, when you sign up to our okay. newsletter, you will automatically be signed up for alerts on the book and My Heal Journal as well. So on My Heal Journal, we're also giving away a free month of journals. So you can go online, click, and we'll email you the journal to print and use. And when you sign up, you will again be signed up for our new you book updates as well. Oh, that's great. Well, in the conclusion, as my guest, Rena Jadav, contends, it's your birthright and mine to live a long, healthy, pain-free life. And furthermore, I'd be willing to bet that almost every one of us was created with a body designed to perform splendidly well into our 90s and beyond, in effect, a health warranty like the warranty on our cars. And aging and disease are not synonymous as we grow older, and we don't have to get sicker. But you and I so often shorten our 90-year of health warranty by the harmful food we eat, the often less than beneficial medication that we ingest, the worry, stress, and unhappiness we allow to sneak in and pollute our mind and spirit, and the sedentary lifestyle so many of us adapt in our middle years and beyond. For your own health and well-being, please keep this one thought routinely in mind. It's your responsibility to take care of your body, mind, and soul the same way you care for your smartphone, as Rena points out. And as she points out on her website, it's your choice to be healthy. It's in your nature to be in balance and harmony with the seasons, with the environment, and with folks around you. And it's in your cells and in your soul to be happy. But bottom line, staying healthy, positive, and energetic is about constant proactive care, not reactive prescriptions. Lord knows we don't need any more of those. And you may not get there tomorrow, your new world of health, but you will get there if you decide that this joyful, illness-free living is what you deserve. And regardless of what your doctor may inform you, it's within your reach. And why would anyone not want that? So make the resolution right now that you will not get sick in 2018 and make it your continuing resolution like I talked about before, uh, why get sick the rest of your life. And to help you get started, I highly recommend you go to Rena Jadheb's website and give us that website once again, Rena, so that everyone will know how to find it. Absolutely. It's newyou.com, spelled N-E-W-Y-O-O-U.com. Okay, that sounds very good. And uh, once informed, you can begin taking those small, very manageable steps that will move you closer to the vibrant health you deserve and what you crea- were created to have. And here's hoping you have a most pleasant journey to good health and joy in your life. And thanks to me and Rena Jadhev. Best of success in getting your message out because it's such an important one. Thank you so much, Roy. This has been such a pleasure and wishing you and everyone listening the most amazing, healthy, joyful life. In closing today's program, I'd like to quote from an unlikely source, the Bible. To be precise, from the Old Testament, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 15 through 20. And here's the quote. We all come to the end of our lives as naked and empty-handed as on the day we were born. We can't take our riches with us. People leave this world no better off than when they came. All their hard work is for nothing, like working for the wind. Throughout their lives, they live under a cloud, so many of us do anyway, frustrated, 
discouraged and angry. Even so, I have noticed one thing at least that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given them and to accept their lot in life. And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. To enjoy your work and accept your lot in life, this is indeed a gift from God. God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they take no time to brood over the past. And I might add, to worry uh, excessively over the future. You know, we're at middle age, our most productive years. It makes no sense to uh, regret mistakes we made in the past or where we are in life uh, versus where we thought we'd be or to mourn the fact that uh, weirdly some of us think our best years are all behind us, which definitely is not the case. Ideally, you are providing value to others and enjoying every minute of every day along the way. Well, not every minute. All of us have disappointments in life, but our overall outlook can be positive. And so, as the Ecclesiastes passage says, keep so busy enjoying life today that you have no time left to brood over the past or and for the future as regards to that, plan for it but do not spend hours of daily stressing out or sleepless nights worrying about a future that may or may not occur. As Jesus puts it in Matthew 6:34, so don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. And it's a good bet that 90% of what you're worried about right now won't happen anyway. Isn't that the truth when you think about worries of the past? Uh, Make future plans, but don't sit around obsessing, and certainly don't brood over what you did yesterday. Now, let's all go out and make middle age, our current age, our very best age, so long for now. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com.